Like Kyle's shaking his head. I'm like, Kyle, open your gifts and then we can hit Lucky. And no, then you no, I'm shaking my head because you traded him a class key and, and <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't I'm like class key. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's a. Uh, I can't handle <laughs> this call. I need to leave. I'm so sorry. It's been. Class key is bane of my existence. Hate it. Bottom, what, bottom okay. of the chart. Of are, you, are you a filthy Aegis slash lover? I do love it. Of course you do. You like the little knife, but you've got an issue with the baby keys. Of course you do. Well, no, I mean, it's also for age slash people that can't deal with the cleft gears. Something about it. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. You won't need a ladder or a flashlight to handle these rising shadows. Shadow Shiny Mewtwo, from pipe dream to reality. With a little help from FOMO, a master ball is forever. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 237. It's May 23rd, yet another Tuesday evening. A little while we're back at our normal time slot from when we did our show last week, just a few hours prior. But we're back at the comfortable five o'clock where we talk about, yeah, we can't get spotlight hour ever because of (laughs) 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 Um, But I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. All right. I'll take yeah. what I can get. We're good. That's all right. <laughs> good. Good deal. That's a positive. We're supposed to, you're supposed to be happy about that. I know. I know. The neutrality in, in your world is just aces. I understand. So <laughs> that's good. Um, and very special guest, Zoe Two Dots. <gasps> that's me. Hey, Hi. Zoe. How you doing? I'm doing all right. My heart's okay. pumping, you know, no complaints. <laughs> that's right. Um, that's right. right. Good, good. Yeah, so uh, we've had Zoe on, I think, more than any other guest on the oh. show. Um, we we do enjoy having you on, so thanks again for saying yes instead of no. I, I've done, run it back again. Why would I do that? No. Appreciate your time. Thank love you. Love hanging out with you guys. Absolutely. And I think the last time we had you on was, wasn't that prior to Seattle Go Fest? It has to have been it has a to while be. ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Whew. I don't want to think about time i just don't know um, <laughs> but um if you're not familiar with zoe we're going to make sure you are before we're done here today uh, but before we get to all that good stuff really quick kyle let's talk about goals from last mm-hmm. week it was fennekin uh community day uh, and you had a goal of 12 shiny fennekin how'd it go i did do that i got 14 shiny fennekin oh so it's not bad whoa overshot you could have slowed down <laughs> i did it was just what i got in the parking lot on the way out <laughs> okay <laughs> we take that uh three hundred thousand stardust the bonus I, was stardust i did i did do that okay and five hundred thousand experience towards your uh level 47 right uh yeah i did not do that i fell a little bit <gasps> short unfortunately i was like i don't know, like i had four hundred thousand sad oh, but yeah <laughs> All right, yeah, well, I, hey. I, I have a bonus to just to overshadow Chris here because I did hatch a Larvesta this week. Ooh. I'm so mad at you. So I, mad. I've only hatched like, I don't know, 20 or 30 eggs since it came Are out. Are you joking? So, so it's incredibly lucky. 
I've hatched over 150 in search of Larvesta to no avail. Uh, oh, next one's it, man. Next one's it. Next one. That's yep. right. Yeah. Yep. That'll be it. On Friday, I'm yes. calling it. On Friday, you hatch your Larvesta. Okay, I'm going to go out and hatch a bunch just to make it true. (laughs) (laughs) Self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, All right, well, two out of three. Ain't bad. Quote Meatloaf. Uh, 30 shiny Fennekin for myself. I walked away with 31. 31. Wow. Uh, 500,000 Stardust. Yeah, did do that. Um, I think I did like 497 in the event alone, so I definitely got like 3K outside of it, so we're good. Larvesta, no. Mm Mm-mm. And uh, 50 eggs, I think I had 42 by the time I had my ah. um, yeah, my, my weekly summary. So I'm going to say no for that one. So that's two out of four. You win, Kyle. Good job. <laughs> or whatever, man. Just whatever, man. It's mad about the Larvesta, honestly. Oh. oh, man. Okay. Well, enough about goals. Or maybe not. We might talk about goals. Let's get to know Zoe or re-get to know Zoe. So, Zoe, really quick, for those that don't know you, uh, who, who are you and, and what, do you, what do you do? Who am I? What am I? Uh, mm-hmm. So, hello, I'm Zoe, Zoe Two Dots. It's uh, secretly instructions on how to spell my name in the name. Uh, what do I do? I, I'm a content creator, mostly Pokemon, mostly on top of that, Pokemon Go, so YouTube videos, Twitch streams, uh, your local internet gremlin, just living it up and, you know, catching shinies and sharing that with people, trying to catch shinies, you know, and That's sharing right. adventures around the world. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you've been doing it for a while now, right? It's been a hot second. Yeah. I, I started started making the videos like the day Pokemon Go came out. Um, so very slow starts and then I guess kind of kicked off more legitimately slash full-time-ish from like 2018 onwards yeah 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 so, been so rest assured you're an established professional absolutely you can that's right i i am informed i i know all <laughs> of the all of the things in the game <laughs> or at least pretend at least speak confidently enough to make you believe right. what i do so that's right exactly yeah, that's, see, right. that's the yeah. trick that's the <laughs> trick right there <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's good because when people ask us for, uh, for suggestions for content outside of our show, uh, we Aww. suggest you. So <gasps> good thing we're putting people in good hands, I guess. I will take good care <laughs> of them. Absolutely. Good deal. Good deal. All right, cool. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, how you got to where you are. So you've been you've been covering Pokemon Go since it came out, since its inception. Mm-hmm. And then it really took off for you in, in 2018. Um, you were part of the original air quotes go squad. I know. I think that's the people mm-hmm. won't know. No, what I, that was means the, anymore. I was the plus one. I wasn't yeah. the, the, yeah. there was, there was the, the original like first little go tour thing that they did. And then I was like, I think the first one added after that sort of thing. So yeah, I would okay. say, I mean, I was still around during that time, but I, um, yeah, I, I missed the, I missed the casting call, if you will, I guess on the, sure. Yeah, when they were first doing those, I guess, yeah, it was kind of like really out of nowhere, just like grabbed a couple of creators and they were like, all right, let's like take you around to all these these events and film and all that sort of um, hype material, I guess, for it as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I distinctly remember uh, like the mini games in the different locations. Yes, yes. yes. Having yeah, to find so. like a oldest or longest trade and things like that. Yeah. yeah. 
And yeah. that was really, really cool stuff. Yeah. Cool. So, so how have you gotten to where you are? Are there any like specific things in your journey that you would consider like milestones? Um, I mean, like the first big one was, um, uh, what was it? The international decks with Nick. So trainer tips, he was like early days for his channel doing, you know, I guess a guest spot, someone would film and edit their own video and send in to, you know, be around the world, they're catching their regional and things like that. Um, and I got in contact with him, did that for the Australia one. Uh, and that's kind of like the first like little defibrillator for my channel where it was like, boop, here's some subscribers. Here's, you know, from having like literally almost, you know, no one to here's a thousand subscribers. And I'm like, oh, hello. Uh, do you guys need water? Do you need food? Like what do I, what do I provide? Do you guys need me? Welcome. Hi. Nice to meet you. Um, so like that was probably like the first proper like hey hey your channel kind of exists now before that it's like you could be grinding out and filming editing whatever else for eight hours and then chuck up the video and it's like oh here's 20 views and you're like sick that feels great <laughs> like yeah real good yeah. um so yeah after that it was kind of like you know the first i guess instance of you know forming my community gathering my good eggs up and um um ever since then as well like yeah so with the original go squad with them you know, going to a few different events and like the Japan one, I was kind of like, oh, well, I want to go to the Japan event anyway. You guys all down to, you know, you know, join the travels sort of thing. Um, so it was like a crazy couple of weeks of just like filming all together in Japan and collab stuff, um, you know, getting to know everyone. Um, and then I guess just from there, yeah, 2019 was off the rails, lots of events, lots of filming, lots of videos here there and everywhere uh i think well then 2020 happened but like that yeah. that kind of like you know <laughs> thankfully having that um growth and establishing self in 2018 2019 to yeah it's it's been it's been wild it's been yeah so how did you navigate uh, personally? Because I hear different stories from everybody when we ask this mm. question. So how did you navigate 2020 on? Honestly, I feel like comparatively, like we were, we were very lucky. So for Newcastle where I am, I know there was a lot of like international media being like, oh, the Australian totalitarian governments, you know, they're all prisoners or something. And it's like, nah, we're just like staying inside, hey, and not not coughing on each other. It's been pretty good. Yeah. Like we had to bully our prime minister into actually like making restrictions because early on, like it was taking very slow to roll out. We're kind of like, we're an island. Once it's Beyblades, let it rip. Like it's GGs for us. So like <laughs> yeah. um, that first month was definitely very different. Like actually, you know, not leaving the house unless it was groceries, medical. Um, and honestly, most things were work from home, but, you know, essentials could work from their work. Yeah. Um, but after that, like Newcastle was very, very lucky. We had a good stretch of 12 months with zero cases. So we were honestly like very very tentatively at first getting back out there but we were pretty lucky to be able to kind of like have a normal you know second half of the year um because you know everyone was kind of doing the right thing so as much as it was it was still very very different and people still obviously being cautious uh, and i think you know to flow on to now people still i guess have the after effects of like i guess a little bit of agoraphobia all those sorts of tendencies have been hard yeah. to kind of combat um we have been pretty lucky that the lockdown stuff did what it was supposed to do and meant that we could get, you know, 
back to some sense of new normal quicker. And so for me, it was like a lot of, I guess, streaming. Like Twitch was where it was at for 2020, 2021. Mm. Um, it took forever to just get vaccines in Australia. So I think half of the rest of the world was already fully done. And I'm like, I haven't even had my first one yet. So like I can't like... You know, I think the the Liverpool yeah. event was happening, and the guys like, yeah, you guys, you're gonna come to the. I'm like, no, <laughs> like I can't leave. Um, but you know, all in all, like the the streaming side of things was really really good to have that. I guess online community, a lot of more people, you know, being that they were working from home, could tune in and chat and catch up and have you know a sense of community when we couldn't be outside and face to face. You know, for Go as well, a lot of people forming online communities. Um, was really massive around that as well. So it's kind of like, I guess it was weird in a way to be like, you know, I just get out of bed, go stream, whatever, and like I'm in my little bubble. But then actually in Seattle last year, having so many people come up to me and be like, you're like, you got me through COVID. And I was like, oh, I thought I was just being a little little dingus on my computer, like just, you know, (laughs) sharing a couple of laughs, but just genuinely then meeting the people who you've impacted. And you're like, oh, okay, like, wow, like, I'm glad yeah. that I was able to to do that and, you know, help be part of that community sort of thing. So it was yeah, a weird time the, for sure. Yeah. It's like one of those those blessings of being a content creator. Like when somebody's like, hey, like uh, I was in a dark space and you were my friend. So thank you. Yeah. Like, that's lovely. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. And it, it seriously is. And you're just like, oh, okay. Like, I, you know, there is a, especially if you get in that headspace of like, oh, you know, what am I doing? Why am I making what I'm making? Like, is, does anyone find value in this? And then you're like, oh, okay. Yes, there is, there is some hella value in, in this. Like, you know, your life is valuable and I'm glad that, that it's still here sort of thing. Like it's pretty wild. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. And I mean, the, the impact that you, that you make from your content is, is rather evident, like, cause we see you at live events, right? So we got it. We had a chance to hang out in Seattle, go fast for a little while. And, uh, we were up on the notable trainer stage at one of the sessions at the same time. Mm. And everybody that came up to say hi to you was just like the best. (laughs) (laughs) They were all just really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that, I mean, I, we're going to circle back to the whole global community thing after 2020. We'll get to that in a second. Hmm. Um, but <laughs> so, so streaming and stuff now that we've kind of like come out of, um, you know, the pandemic mindset sort of stuff. Um, have you hung on to streaming? Is it still a big portion of what you do? Have you gone back completely to what you used to do air quotes? I'd say there was definitely like a good, a good period of overlap. Like I feel like probably, Last year was where it started to be more, more getting back into like slowly getting back into the, you know, out and filming YouTube sort of thing. So um, the Spain event being like the first one, I'm kind of like freaking out on a plane for the first Mm -hmm. time in two years. And it's like to the furthest possible location from home sort of thing. I'm just like, what if everything goes wrong and you know, whatever else. But um, I'd say it's probably more balanced back to what it was in terms of film side of things. Um, I do miss a bit more of the streaming sort of stuff, but it is just kind of like now that I guess it is more feasible to go out and film and it's, you know, kind of it's safe and fine to do so that has kind of taken back over. But certainly when there's been like um, the Pokemon games or if the new, sorry, when the DLC drops for, 
Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. Yeah, for Sword and Shield. <laughs> Scarlet and Violet. Like, it's so, I do it all the yeah, time. Yeah. It's so easy. I'm like, to, why did they make it both S's? Yeah. yeah. Um, Sword and Shield also had, like, had just a really great ring was, to it. It was good. You know? It was yeah. good fun. Yeah. Um, probably when those DLCs drop, it'll tilt back the other way for, you know, more streaming than out and about. But I, I'm kind of glad that I have got that balance to do either. Um, yeah. Interchangeably, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Yeah, obviously the people are like, oh, where's your video? And I'm like, subscribe to the other place um, or vice versa. I didn't know you were on Twitch. And I'm like, I was on Twitch before I even had a YouTube channel, my guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, but I, yeah. I'm not as consistent over there anymore for sure. So it's understandable. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But, you know, there's VODs. People, yeah. can, people yeah. can help themselves. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, speaking of modern day, yeah, that's kind of where we're at now, um, it would be what – do you feel about the current state of the game? It's been a really hot topic issue. We just had, we had like an hour long discussion with the boys from the incense podcast last Mm. week about this very topic as well. And everybody feels, we all feel similarly, but everybody has a different sort of take or story with it. Um, But yeah, with the current state of the game being, you know, I mean, in particular the remote raid pass changes, um, some game economy stuff going Mm. on, uh, yeah, how do you how do you feel about the game? And and let's add another question: How has it affected the way you play, if at all? Um, I'd say it's affected the way that I play for sure. And it's it's I'd say it's a weird thing, not not weird thing. I'd say that it's you know if you were looking at just data and numbers, you probably wouldn't notice that it has because I was never a massive raider beforehand. I don't even have the raid badge to platinum. Like I don't, (laughs) I, you know, pre COVID as well, especially. Yeah. I would get in, you know, do the raid nights. We'd all get like the, the cars together, all jump in each other's different cars and do a little conga line of getting around to all the raids and whatever else. Um, absolutely. And then, you know, with the raiding from home sort of thing, awesome. It was needed. It was necessary. Um, is an amazing tool, but I, I was still, not a massive raider, so I wouldn't do massive raid nights um, with remote raid passes personally. I still do plenty every week, though. Um, since the changes, I have done exactly one remote raid, and that was because I got lucky enough to get the free one in the breakthrough. Oh, nice! Um, <laughs> and I've done I've done several in person raids, but that's only been because I've just coincidentally been in locations on Wednesday nights that are in major cities with people who I haven't seen in years who are like, let's just go for a walk and do some raids. So if I wasn't in those like three very specific locations, I wouldn't have done in-person raids for the raid nights. You know, if you're looking just at my data, it's like, oh, we took away the raid passes and just look, she's out there. She's doing so many tapufinis. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm just walking with people who want to do it and I'm not going to be like a, you know, like yeah. now what I want to do, you know. <laughs> Um, no, my principle, I won't do it. No. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm good. I'm done. I've done. <laughs> I've got my shiny. I'm done. Mm. Like it's, it's yeah. So it's kind of like, even though I'm not a massive raider, it's affected how I play the game in that the general community vibe is certainly down, especially the online community is like, um, you know, been impacted very harshly by it. I think there could have been 20 other things implemented beforehand to make incentivizing remote uh, in-person rating or in-person play more satisfying, more desirable, more like, oh, okay, yeah, you know what, the benefits for that or the bonuses for that, worth it, love it, let's go do that. 
Mm -hmm. um, things like Campfire being fully functional and rolled out so people know that they have a local community, if at all. I think that's a really common thing where people don't know that they have local souple um, and or haven't participated in, you know, big com days, don't know where to meet, whatever else. Like, and the fact that they've now had their online communities and raid communities taken away, they just feel or legitimately don't have or they feel that they don't have, you know, people to go out and find and play with is pretty massive. So I think there's just so many things can be done before. If if the intended goal was always to change it, I think there's things that could have been done sooner. Yeah, that would have helped protect the the state of the game. For sure. Yeah, and I th I think the the overall sort of thing is like it didn't it d didn't need to be done. If it needed you know to be done in their eyes, then then why now? Right, it, that's a great question. Yeah, I I think most people agree. Even if you are on the side of like, yes, I'm in favor of going out and playing, which I think we, we all are. We all like live events and stuff like that. And you can mm. you can be for going out and raiding and being outside and touching grass and all that good stuff, while also <laughs> acknowledging the fact that yes, it has gutted online communities which have yep. been built over the past few years. Yeah. So yeah, that's where the plug-in for uh, you know, you pivoting in 2020 to more online content creation and the community building around you. Mm. How has it sort of affected and resonated in, in your community? I mean, I and it's it's helpful that you don't just do go, right? You do some other Pokemon stuff too. And yeah. in our Discord, our remote rating channel is very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. it, absolutely it is. And it's 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 harsh because it's kind of like I, I know that for myself, I've been fairly vocal about accessibility with Go and passing on feedback or, you know, knocking on the, oh, doing your AR snapshots. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My phone was knocking. Yeah, I didn't yes. get that buddy heart. Yeah, all well, the good, man. <laughs> I'm mostly there. surprised you had sound on at all in that game. <laughs> if you're on Android, it just, it, it turns you can't on turn regardless. The, yeah. You can't turn the snapshot. The snapshot. Off. It's awful. Niantic, please fix yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's like somewhere really quiet, like on a, I don't know, somewhere it's a pr inappropriate to take photos and you just want to yeah. get your buddy heart and it's bling. <laughs> Sorry. Every time. Sorry. Every time. It's still um, no Clash of Clans intro. That's, that's an alarm uh, going off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Send off the siren. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I saying? Um, the... Online, yeah. Online oh, so I've been, yeah, been, been yeah. vocal about accessibility in the game, or like you know, hassling out Niantic about certain things for accessibility in the game. Like, I guess very vocally. Um, so I'd say I have, you know, people in my community who are disabled who are happy to offer that information and comment and share their experiences, which is really really good to get their insight and their perspective on the game, and just like how much how much the you know the pandemic changes essentially were like oh finally i can participate fully in the game mm -hmm. i can do the raids i can reach the pokey stops i can do all this stuff happy days and then with the changes that have now been pushed through it's kind of like cool no one wants to join my raid because i'm you know the one rural guy in a wheelchair and it's kind of like people, once I finally get a legendary to host up, people have already hit their cap or people have already done their raids. I don't want to do any more raids. I don't want to spend the now double price to do a remote raid. So they're like, cool. All right. Well, can't do that. Even though they technically could host that raid, they don't have everyone 
being willing just to jump in anymore, right. sadly. Right. Um, so I think there's just been like a lot of extra flow on effects. And I've said before as well, it's like when the issue is that the remote raid passes serve two functions, they serve a need and a want. There's no way to change the behaviors of the want without affecting the people who need as well. So yeah, it's wow. like, that's a great very concise. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, they, they've invented a tool that serves these two very different, but very important functions. And in, in, for what, the, I, I don't even know if there's a way that you could mess with remote raid passes to make it, you know, good for yeah. one and, you know, that people, good for people who need it and less so people who want it without maybe just changing other things in the game that are go out and play if you can, you know, go and do that, like incentivizing the other things because it's just like what it's done is it's gone, oh, okay, well, everyone gets nothing. Right. Um, yeah. Or it's it's so frustrating to think about that you end up not participating in it at all because like once you have to start thinking about prioritizing your your daily raids for like a raid day mm -hmm. or something like that, you, yeah. you're that's you've lost that person more times than not. So yeah, yeah. The people that are in the camp that you know that the the really frustrating counter you know air quotes counter argument of then this game just isn't for you if you're not able bodied to to do it right which makes everybody's blood boil if you yeah. are decent yeah. if you're a regular um, human that's you know got your head right. screwed on right yeah is that yeah. people forget that you know uh the person that you're thinking of in the wheelchair that ha was much more accessibly able to play mm. is not in a silo they exist no. in a community of able-bodied yeah. people and it yeah. makes it makes the experience equalized you know yes and it's it's not like oh all the wheelchair people can go and exist in their own community that's, that's not reality no. <laughs> that's not it's like, oh, well, then why don't you just play the main series games? And it's like there's a thousand different flavors of disability where someone might, can't even hold a Switch controller or whatever right. else. Like, and why should they have to go and play the other? Like, everyone's got a phone, you know, air, air quotes, everyone. You know, people should be able to go and participate with everyone else to the best of their abilities. And, you know, every other game company is making, you know, massive changes to try and be as accessible as possible with you know, different ways for mapping controllers so that you can have things for one-handed play, color like blindness modes. Um, if you have a game that is a literal color matching game, they can put a little symbol on the colors so that you know which one's which to match. All these other companies are trying to be so proactive about it to be like, see, look, we're doing the correct thing and making sure that everyone can access our game. And then it's like kind of like, you know, nothing over on this exactly. side of things and it's yeah. like yeah and it's like <laughs> yeah. it's it's so simple in my mind it's simple like we've already got every other company that's done the hard work to <laughs> use the proven methods just you know do what right. that guy's doing you know like yeah. yeah and yeah i think that argument of like what's well, pokemon go not pokemon stay at home it's kind of like <clears throat> all right champion like what <laughs> like i think people yeah. also don't recognize that like disability is an inevitability like you're gonna get old assuming you know you don't pokemon go walk into traffic like you're gonna be elderly one day and you're yeah. probably gonna need a walker or a wheelchair or glasses or whatever else and hearing aids like you know what about when you're in that category don't you want to be you know do you mm -hmm. want to be ignored 
No, yeah. I don't think of so. Not, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They just it's don't like, know that yet. Yeah. You don't want to <laughs> lose, you know, your access and your, you know, your, you know, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. When you get to the point in life, you're not going to want to be, to have your things that you're wanting in life or needing in life to be just taken away just because. Right. You know, so. So, yeah. you know, the, the previous accessibility big thing was the was the Pokestop uh, interaction distance. Mm. And uh, you and several other content creators and, and uh, you know, recognizable names in, in this sphere, right? Um, you, in particular, were a leading voice for that. You're a Sniantic for that sort of thing. Mm. Um, and, you know, I'll just say it and simply like we <laughs> collectively <laughs> won, right? Yeah. Like we, yeah. we got the stop distance back. It's great. Yeah. Um, so does this situation feel similar to you or dissimilar? And if so, how so? Um, I would say it feels a bit, uh, a bit of both, but I think the difference in my mind is that I just don't feel like they are going to change. I feel like with the first one we had, you know, a lot of excellent points, a massive push, uh, a fairly united front. Like everyone's kind of like, we're on this, like, let's do it. Um, and also I think with the knowledge that, you know, there, there was no preconception of like, maybe they like, you know, the, oh, they'll never change. It was kind of like, maybe they will, maybe they won't. Like, let's just go for it and see what happens. Um, I think this time around, there is just a lot of doubt mm. that anything will get done or anything will change. And I think that's been almost self-fulfilling in evident in that, how many weeks out after this current yeah. wave are we and nothing's been commented on necessarily or nothing has changed. Um, they haven't even acknowledged like, yeah, oh, yeah, we, we, we hear you. We see you. It's like, nope. nah. no. No. Yeah, not through official channels. Like there was that one yeah. interview with Michael. Um, it, that <sighs> was a dot esports put that together, I think. Yeah. And mm. uh, basically said like, oh, we're just going to, our actions will speak for themselves. You know, mm. we're not going to talk about not it. Not going to comment. Which mm. is a, you know, a controversial take on the situation. Mm. That is a comment, by the way. Yeah. That is Man. a strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, it's yeah, like, but nothing official, yeah. which is mind boggling. No. And it's like, I want to be very clear as well. Like, I think the, the, the importance in terms of like what people are fighting for is equally as important i'm just saying like the yeah the niantic reaction or um i think even just the community like feeling defeated in trying to push for it is just like a lot more deflated than the previous time around yeah it's like a similar situation but a dissimilar niantic yeah yeah you know like the the niantic that we were interacting with felt very different yeah uh, at the time so. for sure yeah 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 so niantic's responsiveness or or lack thereof has been a big talking point for sure mm. um and i mean i mean i'll ask do you think that they're gonna talk about it i mean michael said no in that interview but but mm. do you think something will force their hand or do you think this is just kind of how it's gonna be now at least as far as this topic is concerned because it's been mm. it's been a while it's been like a month and some change or mm -hmm. some yeah than i don't know yeah yeah me. pretty much yeah i don't know like i think i think they're gonna find out real quick whether or not they've made the right choice or not because if 
you know, if they can kind of coast along and still, you know, people still play the game, they'll probably feel satisfied in their choice. But mm-hmm. if they keep, you know, neglecting the community too much and people just go, oh, stuff it, I'm uninstalling, I'm not playing, I'm disengaging with the community and, you know, the the worst scenario is, you know, the game does die. Well, then it's a bit too too little too late then to be like, oh, okay, let's, you know, let's talk, let's communicate. Yeah. Like yeah. I I think they're in a very, I think they're kind of like in the danger zone, honestly, personally. I think there's not enough respect put on, you know, the power of people. Like, you know, just people on the internet almost crashed the stock market over because they thought it would be a funny meme to like mm-hmm. to the moon diamond hands like you know apes together <laughs> to str- like you know like that, that it, it was hilarious with, so. that messed <laughs> yeah it was it was funny it was for memes like people affected yeah. actual like the banks for memes like and that was just a, a couple of dudes on like you know i think they're not putting enough weight in the fact that you know, if for whatever reason we all said, oh, yeah, let's like not play for a week. Like let's all like for, for the memes, guys, let's make all these, let's all download Draconius Go for a week and like full send commit. So let's all, oh, yeah, I caught the Dragimon. Like, what? And <laughs> for a joke, people could and would do that if everyone and if enough people said that's a funny thing, let's do that. Like that's the, I think the risk that isn't being – like, yeah, if we if the if the community gets disincentivized enough because of no communication, because of you know unsatisfying gameplay or whatever else, yeah, yeah, because it's really not about the remote raid passes. I mean, it is, but it's mm. it's about it's about the communication and mm. the, the the very much feeling of a one way street. Even though, yeah, they've said in the past and even more recently, like we, we don't we hear you whether we're going to do something about it or not doesn't matter but like yes we hear mm. all your feedback well that's mm. great but yeah. Don't, yeah don't feel like it yeah. <laughs> it's like you have like oh, i hear it and then i'm putting it into the little shredder over here like it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so i uh, one of the one of the things that was quoted for this this need of change uh was rebalancing the game economy which mm. is not really something that you can kind of like look up in the dictionary and figure out what that means. And mm. it means different things in different settings. So I'm curious what it means to you as far as Pokemon Go is is considered. I, I've i always kind of treated like the game economy in Go as like, you know, the reason that La Vesta is so rare in the eggs is because... It's supposed to be a rare run, and if everyone had 10 of them immediately, there'd be no reason for you to log back in mm-hmm. on Friday to hatch all your eggs to get your Larvesta. Um, that's kind of like how I've always taken it, like not necessarily like the the money and pokey coins side of things, but as like the the game balance. Like when people talk about like, oh, what if breeding was a thing in the game? And then, yeah, you could just like get your two axes together. And I'm like, whenever I've talked about it on stream with people and stuff, I'm like, yeah, but then you'd have to balance like the game economy of the rarity of the Axew. Like if you and your friend can just make your, your Axew kiss on the mouth and then you get an egg, like then everyone's just going to be blasting out shiny Axews with amazing mm-hmm. IVs. 
So they're going to have to make it in a way where you get your two axe used to go and kiss on them and then you get an egg and then it's going to be like a bloody 20-kilometer egg or something and it's going to have possibly worse IVs or what, what, and you're going to do it once a week and therefore that's going to balance you know, the game economy. It'll just be a system that people don't want to interact with at that point. Yeah, and it's going to be like, okay, cool. So it's not like overdoing it. Or the same when people are like, why do I have to, like why can I only transfer this many things to Pokemon Home? It's like, well, that's the balance for the game economy in the broader Pokemon genres. Like the shiny rates are so much higher in Go because you have to be physically doing stuff that if you were just able to transfer your 40 com day shiny Fennekin into home, you're then disrupting the balance of the game economy in, in you know, Sword and Shield in Scarlet and Violet by just being able to be like, oh, here's 40 and I'm going to want to trade them out to everyone and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but I guess in terms of this, when they're talking about the game economy for raid passes, it's a it's a it's a bunch of pixels. Like I I understand if a certain tool and I, I would agree that a remote pass is a far more power sorry, a remote raid pass is a far more powerful tool than a raid pass. Because you can be you can be like literally in the bath eating grapes and sipping wine and doing a Dialga raid. Like decadent, lazy, you know, great. full, full <laughs> relax mode. I am not participate. The community is myself, and it is the grapes that I am feeding myself. You know? I am the universe. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's all me, baby. Versus like having to swap out of your pajamas and run down the road, and you know, go You've and do the one me. in person. I'm done. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yes. real pants. No, <laughs> no, thank you. No. Like in this you economy. Know, in, no in this game economy <laughs> <laughs> but like so i understand that like that tool is more powerful but i'm like is it twice plus the price more powerful uh, yeah here's, yeah here's a question though is friction a game part of game economy does what does that mean does creating friction increase or decrease the economy of the game so by like, you mean like make, people's like people's saltiness friction, or do you mean like, like no, no, like, yeah, like grinding friction? Like okay. if you make raid passes twice as expensive, mm-hmm. you can do less raids. By mm-hmm. doing less raids, it is now more difficult to get a shiny legendary, mm-hmm. or it's more difficult to get a hundo. Mm-hmm. But that's friction because you mm-hmm. have to pay more money. Yeah. So by having more friction, there's less shinies, less hundos, mm-hmm. which makes those more desirable. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I mean, and, that's the way I see that, at least mm, from a remote raid pass sense. Yeah, because I can I can totally see the 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 Pokemon company side of things as well, where Pokemon are real, they're creatures, they're individuals. You know, you can't transfer an egg. That's a that's a Pokemon. You know, those sorts of things where like a legendary is supposed to be this big. Wow, it's what's Dialga? It's him. There's yeah. only one. There's only one of that guy. Like, wow. And but in Go, you can just do forty raids in a day and then transfer them to the professor for candy. Like, it's th- those two principles don't line up. So I can totally see, yeah, trying to make that that rarity more pronounced. I guess, but the issue is we've been able to do. <laughs> we've been able to have unlimited access for so long that making that change six seven years in is wild um for the community i guess and it's like if if that was always the way if it was always you could only do one raid per week and it was rare and hard yeah there wouldn't be this you know 
if there was always a limit on raid remote raid passes when they rolled it out, it wouldn't be this like, whoa, what a crazy change like yeah. reaction, I, I think. We might be fighting for a different thing. Like, oh, my God, why has there always been this limit on raids? Why can't we do more? Um, would be probably a different argument instead. But I, I can totally see what you're saying. Yeah, with making it harder, making that thing rarer and, you know, therefore more desirable or more has more weight. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, is is that good game design, though? Like, the, I think the element mm. of friction sounds like it could be positive or negative, and I feel like right yeah, now I, it's I, negative because of the contextual information we have, right? Yeah. Because situationally, it's it's stark yeah. and negative uh, of and a change. And inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, yes, with that's how the big thing. The yeah. game has always, you know been i guess yeah and and i think it it kind of speaks to niantic's headspace a little bit i think on on two fronts the whole like we want this to be a forever game sort of thing when the game design and the hype and the fomo was built on hey this is brand new you're gonna Mm. run out of that new thing eventually and so they're trying to course correct now um so that they can move out of that that loop right that production loop right but is it is it too late for that? I think there's a good argument that says that it kind of is, especially in when you're talking about it from a, you know, again, game economy perspective of legendary Pokemon candies, how many legendaries should people be able to catch easily? And it still feel you know like that. Wow. Factor. Right. I think that it's far too late for that. I don't think, you know, it's just like if you've been playing forever, you have such a leg up on somebody who's just starting now with yeah. these limitations. And if anything, that, exacerbates the game imbalance yeah and plus there's no way like in the main series games say you get your one and only dialga and you care about the ivs and you want to make it the very best that it could be you've got tools Mm -hmm. in the game to make it you can bottle cap that thing you can go and do the the dungeon and earn your bot your bp to buy more bottle caps to make it the very best little boy that you've ever had but that doesn't exist in go so like those sorts of things are lacking too where if it was this Okay, it's they're rare, and you only can do get one, or it's harder to get them. You're like, cool, I've got my one, but like now I need the resources to either power it up, the candies, whatever else. I can't even make it a, a you know, good air quotes, good one, functional one, IVs. I want the hundo for Master League, whatever else. You can't make that ten, ten, ten into a fifteen, fifteen, fifteen like you could in a main series. So mm-hmm. where are those things to bridge the gap? when are we going to get like a bottle cap system or walk with your buddy and you'll earn an IV point or whatever it is that would equate to go standards Mm -hmm. to be bridging this before making these changes. Like I think, yeah, I think the argument to be had from Niantic's perspective. And I suppose from the Pokemon company perspective is in the main series games, you have your battle caps Mm. and in go, you can do more than one raid. It's a terrible argument, but that is at the moment. That's what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. we well, would love to not be, but <laughs> the only counter argument I would have, yeah, to the battle cap system would just be like that's a money maker for Niantic. But with this remote raid pass change, it kind of shows the priority of that. That's not a priority, mm. right? Like, rather, um, it's confusing. Again, comes yeah. back to inconsistent. Like, I don't. Yes, just you. Uh, who's who's driving the, yeah, the car? At, <laughs> at what yeah. point? Like, and is there a point where the the Niantic values? are in total conflict with making a good enjoyable game right yeah and i i think that niantic at the moment is willing to stake 
their values against the game and the community and say our values will just attract more players. Like, it's okay if your game economy is kind of jank right now because somebody got to do 2,000 Dialga raids and you can't. Because that person with 2,000 raids is going to leave. Yeah, yeah. And now new people are going to come in and not, and they don't care. I'm curious I I really think that's their long, long goal right here. I was honestly thinking about that this week as well. So, like, I was in Brisbane, did the comm day up there. The Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, Saturday of that week, there was an Ingress event, actually. There had been a few Ingress events in person around Australia this last month. And there was the Brisbane one, I think, was the final one. Um and in my mind, I'm like, oh, wow, like, you know, like Brizzy's getting a full-on event. Like they've got their um, their communities all, you know, I met someone who had traveled, like flown into state to come for this Ingress event sort of thing. But they've got no, there's no posters up. There's no like massive, you know, not, not, not like a, um, a safari zone where you can just see like what's going on here. Like there's obviously mm-hmm. people playing, but you wouldn't necessarily know that there's an event on sort of thing, but that's a very, that game's been out for like 11 years. Core community, still very highly engaged, but still a significantly smaller community. And I'm like, is that where they want Pokemon Go to go? Or is that the end goal for Pokemon Go where it is, you know, a, a whatever fraction of the size that it is now, but it is a more, you know, manageable, engaged, whatever core community that, you know, is fine with the the state of the game or fine with the values that they want to lock in sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm very curious. To, from yeah. a business perspective, like the, the turbulence of having, you know, a lot of users come and go like that is difficult to plan around. Like I completely get that. Um, mm. I think we can all, uh, that's, that's just, that's just the fact in the business world, right? It's just hard to forecast if you have no idea what's going to happen. Mm. But then the, the play against that is to not, introduce turbulence on purpose <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's confusing uh to yeah. me but yeah okay well anyway uh moving on from from some of these topics i mean even though we're having this conversation uh you know it goes without saying that we all still play <laughs> and yeah. enjoy the game um but you can have an opinion about something and still enjoy it right mm. uh, so that being said let's talk about something a little bit more more positive and more exciting because it's I'm going to say summer, but it's not summer because you're Australian, right? So it's okay. I'll think (laughs) about your summer. Okay. (laughs) Dream Uh, of the Northern Hemisphere summer. (laughs) I've I've decided to go with the Pokemon Go Fest season instead. Yeah. Good stuff. (laughs) So um, there's three Go Fests that have been announced. Yeah. Um, Are you going to be at all of them? God, no, not all of them. I would, I would, I would dissolve into a thin paste. So, um, but I say that, but that's just because the Osaka and London are the same weekend. Yeah. So that's just feasibly like, nah, nah, I'm not doing yeah, that no. sort of, you know, that can be like some hardcore crazy, like, oh, I played, you know, this one and then flew to London or something ridiculous like that. Like, no. People will do it and they'll some, have a much higher collection badge than I will and I'll be very upset yeah. about it. They can <laughs> trade me whatever cool thing gets featured at London or something because I'm like, go. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, I'll be at the Osaka event um, the week after is Worlds in Japan as well. So like, I was already going to be there for Worlds. So the Osaka one lined up better. Um, so yeah, Osaka, then Pokemon World Championships, and then the following week in New York. So, yeah. It's going to be a busy it's August hectic. for you. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea where I'm doing the the 
global yet. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always forget about that, that portion. Yeah. You know, this far out and thinking about GoFest proper and location, like global is in the back of my head Mm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? Are you guys going to to any besides the New York one? Are you going to the New York one? We're going to the New York. We will be in New York, and that's yeah. about it. Unfortunately, we couldn't we couldn't figure out how to make the trip to London work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we we really want to go to Japan. Just the two of us really just really yeah. want to go to Japan, and so we were thinking about it. Like for worlds, that'd be cool. And then this popped up, and it was just. I mean, GoFest was like one week away. And like you said, a lot of people did what you did and they are just extending their stay. And mm. and that's great. Um, just yeah. not in the cards for us this year, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we can have you on again. You can tell us all about how Osaka was. <laughs> I can, absolutely. I'll bring you I'll bring you another hundo trade or something for yes. New York. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah, but we are we're excited. But Kyle's about shaking New York. his head. I'm like, Kyle, open your gifts and then we can hit lucky. And then no, you no, I'm shaking my head because you traded him a class key and, and <laughs> uh, I don't I'm like class so- key. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> this call. I need to leave. I'm so sorry. It's been class key is bane of my existence. Hate it. Bottom, what, bottom okay. of the chart. Of are you are you a filthy ages slash lover? I do love it. <laughs> of course you do. You like the little knife, but you got an issue with the baby keys. Of course you do. Well, no, I mean, it's also for ages slash people yes. that can't deal with the cleft gears. Just something about. Oh my gosh, you nailed them. That, that is so good. <laughs> every time, every yeah. time someone hates cleft gear, they bloody love ages slash. I do. I love ages slash. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're being profiled no. here, Kyle. This is great. <laughs> Uh, so besides the the GoFest season, I suppose GoFest itself, just in August. Mm. Do you have any big plans for you know again, inappropriately, the summer season of Go? Um, I'm in. I have no idea, and I'm assuming that there's just nothing beforehand. Like I, I don't. This isn't like a oh wink wink. What's are we gonna? Oh guys, keep yeah. your calendars clear. Like I have no clue. Um, I hate getting last minute like, oh, this is a safari zone here. And it's like, huh, do I go and do the thing? And then my life's in spiral for two weeks. Um, so I'm assuming that there's nothing else because they haven't announced anything. And there's only like what, May, June, June. Yeah, there's only June in between. So like I would like to do as little as possible for the entirety of June, actually be home for Alan's birthday for once, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like – uh, sorry, July also exists. I forgot. Yeah, it's, it's August no. this year, isn't it? August is the, is the GoFest month. Mm-hmm. I really hope they don't. Uh, anyway, uh, my intention is to <laughs> actually get some stuff done around the house, a la <laughs> the, the void you, behind me. You, you like went to a place there for a second like, oh, oh God, crud, please. July, there's another month. There's another there's so month. much stuff I got to do. Please, <laughs> no. <laughs> please don't. No, no more safaris. Uh, <laughs> um ideally just kind of get some stuff done and then yeah look if they want to put a safari like the week before august i'll allow that because then mm-hmm. i could you know tack it onto the what's that like that muppets clip of the ah he's just like the little dude screaming and running through the city and then he's on the bus and he's screaming he's just like i'm just like going through time just screaming for all of <laughs> august and then i'll like <sighs> get home and sit down and be like oh yeah. All right, like we good, but um I mean in in total I guess being in Japan a little bit longer 
Um, so aiming to get there a bit before the Osaka event, film some more, do some more exploring. There's the the fossil, like Pokemon Fossil Museum um, up in Tokyo, which is like proper dinosaurs and then Pokemon di- like skele- skellymans. It's yeah. It looks so good. I've been salivating over it for like three years and it's finally like I can go do that. I go see that. Worlds is going to be mental, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, New York is going to be sick. I want to see a New York rat. I want to feed it a slice of pizza. That's going to be great. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's it's not then, about where you are. It's about when you are. So uh, Really? Yeah, yeah. late, late, night, late night. Okay. I didn't see one when I was – I was only in New York for like three days the other time, but it was winter. So I'm like maybe they were asleep okay. or cold. I didn't see any rats and I, I, the I last feel like time, I missed out. So The last time I was in New York, I was there for a friend's wedding and we went – I stayed in that Airbnb with a bunch of you know my guys, right? And yeah. we uh, we went to a what's a ski ball themed bar in Brooklyn mm-hmm. a few nights in a row because we just didn't want to find another place or if it was like our last stop after a whole day. Right. Mm. And literally at night and I've never seen this anywhere else like in Manhattan or anything else like that. They just like came out of the woodwork at like 1030. It was very <laughs> fascinating to watch. I'm like, Oh, my gosh. It's, it's like are. the movies. It's I them. Mean, real. They're real. Yeah. I'm excited. Shouldn't, yeah. <laughs> I just want to meet one. I, I just, just want to shake one. his Hello, little sir. hand. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> not recommend that, but no, you know, I'm not gonna touch it. Yeah, you guys do what you want to do, you yeah. know? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wave from a distance. Yeah. 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 So then, Kyle's yeah. never so, I mean, been like, to New York. This is oh, gonna be his first time. Yeah. Let's go. We yeah. can find and, rats together, Kyle. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this isn't your first time to New York, is it, Zoe? I was yeah. I've only been there. I was there for Chimchar.com Day, okay. um, for like literally three day, three days in winter. So it was like I have not seen much of New York. I feel like oh, there it is. There's the High Line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That was like it was cool. crazy quick. So this will be like I, I feel like this would be the proper first time. You know. Oh great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. There's so much to do. Hopefully, it's not it. like 110 degrees when we get there. I'll take that, man. I'm so cold. It's already so cold here. Oh, yeah. How, like it was five it? Celsius this morning, and I'm like, mm-mm. That's, what's that's, that? That's pretty cold. Five C. That's so not bad. That's 41 Fahrenheit. Look, it was 41 degrees here on, like a week ago. So the coast <laughs> of Australia with like the breeze, though, with the wind. The wind. True. Oh, you guys are in. You guys get. Uh, you guys got near the big lake, yeah. aren't you? Though. Yeah. So we, we, probably we the same vibe, actually. Probably windshield. the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's not oh, yeah. the cold. It's it? the windshield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. It's not even. Yeah. Wait, is it? It's not even winter yet. I shouldn't be cold yet. <laughs> yeah. My number one goal for New York, um, aside from any shiny counts or whatever, is to just not get heat stroke in August in New York City. Yeah. It's okay. a good goal. Is it bad? Is New York like filthy hot? Is it humid or is it just? Spicy. There's just a lot of metal around. You know what I mean? Oh, so, so um, baking. a lot of reflecting and stuff like that. I mean, we'll, we'll be in a park, which is great, but the water will also reflect the sun yeah. quite well. Um, I'm a little bit upset, but, you know, thinking about it strategically or logistically, it wouldn't have made sense, but I was really hoping for Central Park. That'd be so good, though, wouldn't yeah, it? Like, it would proper, be. like, Central Park. It's very vibes. difficult in that space probably to manage people though there's like an infinite number of entrances and exits lots of small places that you could like peel off to and be rather private which is dangerous when you are dealing yeah. with liability and events right? yeah so yeah. Uh, i imagine it that sense. it's a 
highly desirable park as well in terms of like events. It's probably like got a massively booked out calendar. Oh yeah, but and I imagine that price tag is not yeah. low. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah. but uh, no, it, it'll be exciting. I'm glad that I, I've been to New York a lot. I'm big New York advocate, so <laughs> Sweet. it'll it'll be cool uh, hearing about everybody's input and their experiences yeah. and stuff. Cool. Um, all right. So, uh, you know, one last thing I did want to ask you in particular before we move on to news is uh, you do a number of charity streams throughout the year yeah. and some of them are repeat ones that you do. Yeah. Are there any coming up? And even if they're not, please shout out a few of the charities that I know that you consistently work with. That'd be cool. So the main one is Starlight. So Starlight Children's Foundation in Australia. Um, pretty much what they do is like make kids time in hospital a bit less crap. Um by, you know, fun activities, getting them gaming consoles, getting them, you know, excursions to go and do fun things or, you know, involving the families as well so that it's kind of like basically putting colour and activity and fun stuff in in the hospitals. Um, that is coming up. So they've, they've been kind of changing their structure for how they do their fundraising through the years so that it's more of like a always-on season. Um, okay. But the the... I guess they do different campaigns now through the years. The big one is coming up. And I think that that's going to be, I think it's going to be just before August, possibly. I need to get 100% on the dates, but I'm going to be doing, however it lines up, even if I have to do it in advance, I'll do the big one again. Um, have to think up some more challenges. I need to actually do the 24-hour live stream that I said I was going to do. So <laughs> we might line that up. So, you know, it's been a year. I've got to commit and just get it done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be coming up soon. So Great. Should be good. Yeah. Like need so, more chili powder live on stream or whatever else. <laughs> what the people want. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Look, that's if I've learned nothing else. People love to donate for charities, for whatever else. If there's a little, just a little bit of human suffering involved, that being my that's suffering. Right. So, that's right. yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It gets the people going, you know. <laughs> They're all and lined up. And if it's for the exactly. kids... I will take the chili powder. I'll take the hot sauce. You know, it's, it's yeah. yeah. I you can know do what that. we uh, <laughs> what we need though from you is some sort of uh, reward or something or tier where we can hear uh, Williams purring on on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can absolutely. That's yes, absolutely. We can do that. Yes, for yeah. those at home, William William is a cat. Zoe's cat. <laughs> you know, it's just like a person comes in and starts like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be cat, like just off screen a That'd dude in a full like cat onesie cat. just comes in. Meow. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the tenor. Meow. Thanks. Meow. <laughs> look, I feel like that might actually get more traction. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're like, Alan, so I've got this idea for you. <laughs> right. Look, it's for the kids. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Fine. Perfect. <laughs> cool. Cool. We will uh, we'll put a link to uh, Starlight's um, website in our show notes. Um, and, and when Appreciate we get closer, them. we'll make sure to give Zoe's stream date and time a shout out as well. Appreciate that. All right. So uh, let's just hop into the news because we do have one piece of news. And Zoe, because she's from the future, has had yeah. a chance to engage with it. So excited <laughs> to hear some hands on feedback. But uh, on to the news. Yo, what up? It's the news. All right. So we have one piece of news as advertised, and uh, it's kind of old news at this point. It's been out for about a day or so. Rising Shadows event. Can you face the shadows, trainers? Shadows are rising. I don't really know what that even means. Is this supposed to be like a joke on the hot air balloon? Maybe. Or like the... 
Oh wait, oh my god, I was like, oh yeah, like how the smoke rises. I'm like, that's not a shadow, Zoe. That's smoke. Never yeah, mind. Like shadow smoke, though. You know, like that's I, the effect. I think so. you've already both thought about it more than they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good argument. Good argument. Yeah. Uh, or if team- it's like those wait old timey cartoons where like the the bad guy's shadow is on the wall and it's like, <laughs> like yeah. they're, they're walking in. You're like you know that they're there, but you can't see them yet. Uh huh. Yeah. That long yeah. drawn shadow on yes. the yeah. Mm-hmm. Shadows are rising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for some reason, that shadow has cartoon red eyes. You know, it's a shadow. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, Team Go Rocket has grown audacious. Uh, they've discovered how to leave shadow Pokemon to defend gyms. <laughs> Looks like. <laughs> The audacity. Oh, I, I, like how, I like how that's worded. It's like, yeah, they finally figured out gyms, guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> they figured it out. They took oh them seven God. years, but they got yeah. there. There's a little plus They're, button. Yeah, they were like actively boycotting it, waiting for the old gym system to come back or something yeah. as like an org. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these new shadow raids are unlike any challenge trainers have yet faced in Pokemon Go. What's more, Shadow Mewtwo will return to Pokemon Go and shadow raids. Also, for the first time in Pokemon Go, you'll be able to encounter Shiny Shadow Mewtwo if you're lucky. Yes, those three sweet, sweet words of Shiny Shadow Mewtwo. Raid wow. Shadow Legends. Yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> that brings us to our sponsor of this episode. No. Uh, will Team Go Rocket's plan be thwarted or will darkness fall over gyms worldwide? And if they did, would oh. anybody care? It's up to you, trainers. <laughs> So when is this event happening? It's already started. It started yesterday, uh, Monday, May 22nd at 10 a.m. Uh, to Sunday, May 28th uh, at 8 p.m. local time. Shadow Raid debuts. Shadow Mewtwo will return to uh, Pokemon Go and Shadow Raids. Uh, here's the big deal. It's shiny eligible. That's awesome. But here's where people are getting a little bit confused. Shadow Mewtwo is only available this weekend, yes. even though the event goes longer than just this weekend. Yeah. So... It's from Saturday, May 27th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, May 28th at 8 p.m. local time. That's when you can go out and shadow raid your face off if you'd like to for Shadow Mewtwo. So what are shadow raids? Okay, I'm going to read this and then Zoe is actually going to tell us what they're like. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The following Pokemon will be uh, the first to appear in shadow raids. Gyms not under Team Go Rocket control may still host other raids. I'm glad that that was said at the top because there was confusion about that too. Um, from Monday, May 22nd, uh, th- through the event, through the event, uh, a majority of gyms will host shadow raids from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. local time. Um, Saturday, May 27th, Team Go Rocket activity will spike, taking over all raids, which is good because that's the first day that Mewtwo can be out. So that's fantastic. One star shadow raids. You can see, and these are all shadow versions, Poliwag, Machop, Bellsprout, and Beldum. Beldum is like real good. People are hunting that one down for sure. Uh, Three-star Shadow Raids, Bayleaf, Quilava, Croconaw, and Sneasel. Uh, an inspired selection for Woo. sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so Zoe, what what is this like? I mean, we're all kind of assuming the, the Shadow Mewtwo, which none of us have had a chance yet because it's not the weekend, mm. will be like a like a big to-do. Like That will probably take some effort. But yeah. how, how are the one-stars? How are the three-stars? Um, one star, it's dummy easy, like okay. same, same, if not faster than like a regular one star because they take that extra bit of damage early on, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'd say same, same as a, a regular level one, you're fine. Um, the only, you know, counter being that, uh, you have to use a raid pass to do it as opposed to just doing it for free through the grunts. 
um, and the IVs for the raid stuff. I think the floor is 666, not nope. like the 10, 10, 10 or whatever there is the standard for raids normally. So it's kind of like, eh. Um, the level threes, I only got a chance to do Croconaw and that thing was thick. Um, <laughs> I don't think you'd be able to solo it. It was just a bit too dense. But yeah. I have heard some people commenting on um, my vi- like the latest Shadow thingy saying like that they'd soloed a Bayleaf or soloed the Sneasel with like, you know, the variance in how much time was remaining sort of thing. So I'd say depending on your counters and your level and which Pokemon you're actually versing for level three, potentially possible to solo. Probably not if you don't have like some optimized stuff. Okay. Um, but the Croconaw I did with... Um, so me as level 50, a friend who's like level 47, and then there was just a random person that had jumped in that was like level 30 something. We still had 100 seconds left, but it was definitely a bit more chonky to like mm-hmm. deal with. Yeah, for sure. So so one star, probably soloable, you know, if you're, if you're very easy. up there. Yeah. 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 Um, and then three star raids, still doable, but you might need a friend. Um, yeah, and don't do Crocodile. Do don't do Crocodile. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. yeah. You haven't done any, Chris? I have not done a Shadow Raid yet, but what I have done uh, is collect those gems, which I don't see listed mm. in this article. Did I That's miss it? That's weird. Purified uh, bricks? No, I don't think they're there. So, yeah, there's a whole new thing, very similar to the Team Go Rocket components that you can get. There's mm. like these, what they're called, Shadow Gems, aren't they? Something like that. Shadow Shards and then the Purified Gem. So I'm right, just saying so. Purified Brick, just... Yeah, yeah. Throw it in there. So, no. can you can you tell us a little bit about that? And and uh, I think I saw in your video you used one of them, right, to give it yeah. a shot. Yeah. So I used one. It like the the crocodile got all glowy and weird. I have no <laughs> idea numbers wise if it actually did anything. I assume it does because like you know we we got we defeated it. But um, yeah, it was a little bit odd. Like my friend as well had like a visual bug where he had used one it's you know has little you got five used one it went down to four then went back up to five and after the raid we've checked and it's like okay well we did have in our bags more than the five so maybe it was just like a visual thing or topping it up or letting you use stuff from your bag i'm not sure um again i'm just assuming that it's doing what it's supposed to because it's kind of hard to tell because you kind of like is it ta- yeah i guess it's taking more da- yeah okay we're doing more damage now okay okay i think it's defeat i think because it is so new it's kind of hard to know what the correct process is um but yeah so you can you can like defeat uh rocket grunts rocket leaders or do the shadow raids and receive the shards to make the gem to use in the raids I mean, so i'm assuming gem, ho- right? yeah yes okay. yeah I would say assume, like, hold on to them for the Mewtwo. I feel like that's going to probably be more impactful there than doing a Croconaw, personally. Yes. Um, yeah. I just checked my bag as well because I just did a rocket battle and I was like, why didn't I get a shard? Uh, I've yeah. got 10 gems and that cap is, is probably the cap. Okay. That's yeah, the cap, yeah. yeah. Reportedly. Uh, I've, I haven't taken part in any three-star raids, but I've read a whole lot online about mm. people taking part. Yeah. And confusion about purification bricks are all over the place mm. they seem to not work consistently <laughs> right now good oh. stuff <laughs> like you i think the consensus has been you have to use it and then stop attacking for like 
two or three seconds in order for it to actually consume from your bag. If you use it and then immediately start attacking, oh, that might it be doesn't consume that. from your bag. That was right. the consensus that I saw in one Wait, post with like it, 50 comments. But is it is it taking a tick? I is that why? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you, but definitely oh. a lot of people had video proof of it happening. Right. So. I wonder if that's why the friends one had the five four thing. Mm-hmm. If he just kept tapping. Yeah. I think, I, think yeah. I, I think I pressed the gem and then I was like stopped to watch it just for the video. So that might I might have actually just been not tapping at the time, like when I when I threw mine. So that would probably uh and the, right. the enrage mechanic where it gets all glowy, it is an extremely large damage boost. It is like 80%. Wow. So Jeez. that's going to be really, really bad for Shadow Mewtwo. Just heads up for anyone expecting. So, okay. So the glowing is it getting enraged, not it getting Correct. hit by the brick. Oh Correct. my God. That that, was once it's glowing is when you right. need to use the, uh, the brick right. is my understanding. <laughs> Okay, I think I used it and then it started glowing and I was like, oh, okay, it's got the brick on it now. Cool. Like, that <laughs> yeah. must be oh, how that is. Oh, my God. You've infected <laughs> our brains with calling it a brick now, by the way. It's Good. great. Just it's spread great. it around. <laughs> no, we have our meetup this weekend and we're all going to be doing shadow raids and I... Yeah. Use the brick. Throw use the brick. brick. At <laughs> <it>. <laughs> throw brick. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that there's that whole little system. Yeah, so it looks like when you hit the 10 gems, you'll start receiving mysterious components again, um, is, is what I've heard online. At After least. you've used so, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that there's that system. But um, back back to the event really quick. There's also regular different raids. So if it's not a shadow raid, here's what you can expect. Um, the gyms can be either taken over by shadow raid bosses or regular raid bosses. And there will be a visual indication. Is that correct, Zoe? They mm, look very yeah. different. They've got okay. like a, the spooky dust on them. Oh, the, the purple stuff. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So in one star raids, if it's not a shadow raid, if it's a regular one, you can see Clefairy, Tentacool, Meryl, Screlp, and Poplio. Three star raids will feature Magneton, Lapras, Small Isle, and Empoleon. Five star raids... Tapu Fini until May 24th, then Reggie Gigas starting on May 24th. I believe it's at 10 a.m. local time. Uh, oh, Delio. it's the 24th. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Tom- oh, that's you. That's yep. Yeah. You're from the future. That's I'm not doing that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> nice. I'm not going outside for them. I'm not putting pants right. on for that. But, but what about <laughs> Mega Raids? Because Mega Pincer just left for you. It's causing mm. me stress because he's about to leave for us. Um, and Mega Altaria is going to be replacing. Yep, Mega Altaria. That okay. new. Just kidding. Right. Old so I need to interrupt you here for one second because yeah. they did it again. I know they, they did, did it again. Mm-hmm. They what switched did? the placement of the two raids so that it goes new then old and then old the new on the list, and it bothers me. Oh, yeah. So it's but. saying Regigigas is next, and Tapufini is current, and then Mega Raids say Pinsir is current, Altaria oh. is next. I'm like, why? Why? Stop. This is the second time they've done it in in two months. Lachlan said, and we've seen it since, that it's national dex order. I oh really? That that was the reason he floated. That's That's genuine. That's that's giving too much credit. I feel like that's I don't know. (laughs) That was Kyle's response too. It's like that's that's too nah no. This is someone in comms not getting paid enough to like get to rewrite the article. Send it. Send it. it. (laughs) Exactly. Hit hit send. We saw the graphics, guys. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Somebody, God. somebody in marketing, make sure you double check your layers when you export. Yep. <laughs> Look, I'm all for the scuffed. I thought it was quite fun. You know. Yeah, just a little bit of character. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it proves that people are looking and reading. You know, it's a test. Yeah, right. it was a it's a test true. to make sure. It's true. Yeah, it's like in those ads when they show gameplay and the people just play terribly. So you're yeah, like motivated you're baiting to, for comments. They're like, let's export right. this and you bait some comments. This wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wild encounters for this event too. Pretty classic sort of um, you know Pokemon you'd expect. Lots of poison and dark. Ekans, Golbat, Coughing, Houndour, Poochiana, Stunky, Skaroopy, Hisui, and Quillfish, and Scraggy. And the event bonus is what the seasonal bonus has been. Team Go Rocket will appear more frequently at Pokestops and in balloons. So uh, we're reiterating that. And and as it was for the other Team Go Rocket event, it's likely that that is not stacking with the seasonal bonus. It's probably just uh, part and parcel to it. Um, field research tasks focused on defeating Team Go Rocket and catching Pokemon will be available. And those will have assortments of things like mysterious components and Stardust. Um, so even if you aren't maxed out on your on your uh, purification bricks, yeah, there there we go. Uh, you can still get mysterious components by seeking out tasks. And there's a new pose, a rising hero pose. It looks like you're like floating a little bit, but you're like you're looking down, like a like you made Superman Stone really Shaman. angry. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. Just a menace, you know. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely, yeah. I just think of yep. those white, those wide memes. It's <laughs> like the people, people have been like they've just made people like super wide on the edits, and I'll it's, I'll it's send the you Mewtwo one. stance. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, stance? sure. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not joking. That you're the stance, the no, pose is Mewtwo. It's the <laughs> wide you, memes. <laughs> no, it's called Rising Hero. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's the Mewtwo pose. Uh, <laughs> you're calling Mewtwo <laughs> pose from now on. You're just making stuff up, Kyle. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's the event shadow raids are i mean so so were they fun i mean they were different this it's it's something different to do in a raid too to worry about the enrage mechanic but but was it fun that's kind of the big question um i think it would have been funner it would have been more fun if like I, like we, we were going around for like an hour just trying to find like they, they were they were around but they were in the worst locations like genuinely oh. one was in like a roundabout in the middle of like four lanes of traffic sort of thing where it was kind of like we we drove over to South Bank in Brisbane which is like where we had played Com Day amazingly accessible super easy like walk lap path whatever there's like three or four gyms there and it's like nah not a single one in the park lands had a had a raid on it oh. but like everywhere else in like the and it's you know the city in Brisbane is fairly walkable but like because we were had the car with us and had to stash it somewhere. It was just like, come on, man. Like, can we just mm. get one raid that we can do? Um, the, the function is fine. It was cool to see. Um, the level threes, I feel like, are, eh, unless it's something that, you know, if you're chasing the Shadow Sneasel or something, maybe a bit more exciting than Croconaw. I, it was, yeah, it was kind of like when I was like, yeah, this is cool. Um, but again, it's going to really depend on where you can play. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, you know, for once the abundance of rockets was kind of like, oh, I'm going to do these rockets and get the little shards and kind of like as we're walking around, like that was fun to do in between, like, because there were so many of them, you could kind of like do three, four, five rockets walking between the gyms sort of thing, which is cool to like collect the bits and pieces as you go along your, your merry way. Mm-hmm. 
But that being said, like all of the grunts that we were seeing, like none of them were the ones that could, you know, have the shiny Marwile or the, you know, that could just yeah. be RNG as well, you know. But um, I don't know. It was fine. I'm curious to see how the Mewtwo goes. Like that's probably going to be yeah. the, the big one. Like if people turn out and want to do it or if everyone's just like, nah, this thing's a, a unit and I'm not not bothered like i don't know i mean and these are um the the one star and three star can you remote to them or no you have to do them in person right all shadow raids are in person only yeah so yeah this is really going to kind of twist the knife for people that are not feeling great about raids this shadow mewtwo is going to be a huge fomo situation for a lot of people and if you're rural and you need a minimum of 12 people that know what they're doing or <laughs> to do it or something like that, like people are just going to be kind of out of luck um, in yeah. a big way. I'm also just bracing for APAC bugs. Like <laughs> oh, it's it's going to happen what? because... Oh, it's just regular no, Mewtwo, not Shadow. It never happened. <laughs> Shadow's shiny though. There's going to be 14 yeah. billion spoofers like just oh, taking up spots God. for... Just every gym is going to be immediately yeah. full. Of... Yeah. Which will be efficient if you're, if you know, if you're in a major city in yeah, New Zealand or Australia, go out and get your raids done. But um, I, I, I believe that they're aware now of that bug where it was like spoofers were using up all of the lobby codes um and therefore like local players couldn't get in because all the combinations of lobby codes were taken in like two seconds so i I believe they're aware of that now and i hope that someone is online and in the office or something just to make sure um that it all goes smoothly but i can just imagine it's gonna be bedlam if that isn't like being monitored as well Nice part is it is not like a one hour or a three hour event. It is all day mm. Saturday and all day Sunday. So there yes. is there's at least timing there to fix yeah. things. Yeah. I hope so, it just kind of launches smooth and yes. awkward and everyone just, you know, has a good time. <laughs> but if it doesn't, let's just say one thing goes wrong. What do you think that one thing is? <laughs> I'm, it'd be cool if you could nail the prediction and it happens, which would stink. But that'll be a silver lining of oh, I got that right. If it if it's if it's the standard, if it's the standard, like no groups found with this code, like the lobby codes being filled up too quickly. That's that's my my gut instinct would be that. But mm-hmm. I might honestly just send them another message in lead up for this weekend of like, hey, just a friendly reminder, maybe just don't cap the raids in APAC. So in lieu of that bug, I'm gonna say. The raid completes, uh, you go to the catch screen and then it just doesn't, the, just, where's my Mewtwo? It's just not there. There's going to be some sort of high, yeah. if they don't turn the shiny on, that's a that's a classic. That's a yep. classic. Oh my gosh. Three hours in, no shiny on. That is, oh, you know, we haven't had that one in a little while, so <laughs> it's due. Time to bring it's it due. back. Yeah, bring back the classic. Run, run that one back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always concerning when there's yeah. like a, a new system, though, in particular, because it's like, you know, if um, in the existing rating system, if the new Pokemon that's supposed to come out doesn't show up or like mm. an old raid boss like that's mm. those are things that people have seen confident that that'll be fixed in a couple of hours. Right. But mm. if this whole new thing, right, of mm. shadow raids and it being Mewtwo, <laughs> there are several variables that could yeah. kind of go off the rails. Yeah. You know, so. And oh, it's geez. kind of like 
because it is based on the same system as like I guess the elite raids of like the no remotes, it's all in person. I I feel like hopefully all of the bugs that could have been encountered on the last four, four, five things, and all of them had bugs in New Zealand especially. Some had bugs in Australia as well. But I hope that all of the things that could have been caught have been caught. Um, Mm -hmm. And like having met some people that work on the engineering team and stuff on Niantic side of things, like I know that them as individuals are like, dedicated awesome hardworking. like then they're they're on it like they're very proactive about it but there is always going to be something where you know how would they ever in testing have found that if there's 900 lobbies filling up like this because they're not going to run that many at once like right, right it's the only way to find it when it goes global like i get that um so i just hope that everything that could have been found has been found and it just goes smoothly like you know that's for everyone involved <laughs> for us and yeah. for them like you know they shouldn't have to be coming in off their own bat on a on a saturday on a weekend for them to just be like okay is it gonna am i gonna you know hmm. yeah have to yeah. be coding overtime here to try and fix whatever this new random bug is like i don't know right and then for the players yeah. as well like you've you've taken the time out of your day to go to the location at this time to do the thing you should just work so yeah yeah and like yeah, kyle yep. was saying no, at least it's at least it's an all day sort of thing. So if it does kind of yeah. mess up, you don't have to wait months for a reschedule, you know, because your entire yeah. time slot was messed up or whatever. But yeah, just, yeah. you know, maybe don't go out and play in that first like two hours. <laughs> I, I I literally joked about that during the Reggie Lucky raids. I was like, because I was in New Zealand. I was like, lol, I'm not going to the 11 a.m. ones. I'll see you guys at the, the two. <laughs> and quite literally, the 11 a.m. ones like had an issue. And I was like, uh-huh. sick. I'm glad I stayed in bed. Like, oh, my gosh. But it's like, you know, like, why? But yeah. I am summoning smooth. Good. No bugs. Okay, good. Good. I figure, yeah. like, you know, it's like an anti-jinx if we have a discussion about what bugs we could see. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> get, it, get it out. Get it out in That's advance. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the, the last thing that I want to touch on with Shadow Raids is, do we think that they're sticking around or is this just going to be for this event and oh. then Shadow Raids are going to be Thank gone? Until... I was going to ask that too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 hmm. I think my understanding of it was kind of like they'll be around-ish, but not as like I feel like this is lining up probably with like if we have future Team Go Rocket takeovers, then it would be like oh every gym again's got it, and there's a legendary on the weekend or something. Um, and maybe like throughout the week regularly, there's like oh there's one, there's one over there, mm-hmm. but I have no yeah. idea. Maybe they will just turn it off. I have no clue. I, I really hope that they stick around and just they're treated like regular grunts. You know, one in 20 gyms have a shadow raid or something like that. Obviously, there won't be any legendary. That's that's the event. But Mm-mm. it definitely read like, nah, you're not going to be able to see these again until we let you. Mm. I'm just hoping that I'm reading that wrong. I, I interpret the Mewtwo as that, as like Mewtwo's blasting through for the weekend, like good luck sort of thing. But overall, I have no clue. Yeah. Because it could be either way. Yeah. My, I would say um, if you want a Shadow Mewtwo, probably go and get her done yeah, yeah. this you, weekend. You're going to be waiting like, a long time to see that again. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that's probably the most logical take is get the Mewtwo's. One stars and three stars will probably be around, but rare after the fact. 
Um, because, you know, also, like, why would we have to carry around all these purification bricks that will only be used four times a year? Yeah. Right? So, yeah, so hopefully yeah. that system is indicative of them hanging out. So, mm. <laughs> cool. Well, that's that's it for the news. And that means that we're going to be moving on to Gear Up. So this week on Gear Up, we're going to talk about some resource management. And specifically Stardust and Candy, but most, mostly Stardust and mostly focusing around PvE in general. This is going to be for the newer players out there versus somebody far more experienced, especially somebody over level 40, I would say. But a lot of people take this kind of information for granted. And it's, it's good to kind of put that out there every once in a while. So a couple of things to note at the start. Maximum Pokemon level by default is your trainer level plus two. So if you're level 10, the highest you can power Pokemon is level 12. And so on all the way to level 40. Once you reach level 40, you can take Pokemon to level 50 with no restrictions based on your trainer level. Uh, I know they changed this recently, and I can't remember what level it was that you start to earn XL candy. Do either of you remember? 31. It's 31 now? Said. 31? Yeah. All right. So yeah, you can start getting yeah. XL candy at 31. You can't use it until you're level 40, though, which is silly, but... At least you can start getting it, man. Yeah, like, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like the, the rate you get XL candy versus how you level up, you, you just don't worry about it. Just keep getting the XL candy. You'll use it eventually. Yeah. But but why 31? That's so arbitrary. Why not from level I, one? I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe the idea is to limit the amount of information you're giving to players. Yeah. Because they can't them. use it. Someone starting at level one, they get an XL can. You're like, it. what is this? Yeah. Spend 10 minutes trying to find out where you use it. And you're like, all right, I give up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whereas at 31, you Fair are enough. at least a little bit more committed at that point. So you might yeah. look it up. <laughs> Engage in the, the pop-up text when it happens. Yeah. 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 Hit the little eye in the corner that explains some mechanic that nobody's looked at in six years. Exactly. Text box just is, not yet. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about some numbers, though, because everybody loves numbers, right? Woo. So the cost of powering up a Pokemon is a very accurate response. I don't. Response, I, don't. I know. I've got gripes with numbers. <laughs> Uh, the the cost for powering up Pokemon from level one to level forty is two hundred seventy thousand Stardust and three hundred four candy, and then to go from forty to fifty, it's two hundred fifty thousand Stardust and two hundred ninety six XL candy. It's a lot. It's, yeah. it's a lot. The forty to fifty is is as I much should... as one to forty, and actually then some because the XL is much harder to get. I should stop powering up dumb stuff. Yeah, seeing it written out like that is like, oh, I'm making some bad choices. <laughs> Every level up. fifty Pokemon you make, that's that's a, a half so a million right there. My level fifty Magby wasn't a good choice. No, oh, that wasn't going to bring you happiness. Yeah, it was exact. Great point. Yes. <laughs> and then there you go. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not going to marry Condo my Pokemon inventory. Please no, don't make me do this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to speak purely from a meta standpoint because that's that's what I I talk about. Uh, yeah. Look, it slaps in Great League. Okay, it slaps <laughs> in the Great League. <laughs> People don't shield from it because they see a Magby. Okay, and it sweeps. Wait, what CP is a, is the Magby at level fifty? Uh, I will look it up for you right now. It is. 
uh, I like the spell. idea of you constantly bringing up for the remainder of the recording, <laughs> just tr- justifying the Magby. <laughs> it was a great choice. It was to hit level 50. It was like the only oh, thing okay. I had candies for at the time. Oh, my God. Um, That's fun, yeah. Because it was, it was Australia got it early. Okay. Uh, so it's 100. It's 100 hundo um maxed out is uh 1496 on the oh slaps okay okay all right <laughs> justified oh. <laughs> <laughs> he Sorry, got the I reaction can... of oh yeah oh yeah oh. like i'm good <laughs> i'm not expecting it to max out of like on like 1250 or something so i think back to some numbers though the damage and survivability boost from level 40 to 50 is small, but it's not insignificant. But the damage boost from level 35 to 40 is also pretty small, but not insignificant. So I'm not, I'm not discounting that. But the difference between a level four, 35 and a level 40 Pokemon is, is it's like less than 10% overall in each stat, which adds up, but still. So if you're looking to save on resources, especially if you're a newer player, if you're really limited on Stardust, level 35 is more than enough for almost all PvE content that you're going to do. Did I say 45? I meant 35. That's okay. Of course, this is only applicable if you have like a group of people to play with. If you're trying to solo raids, specifically more difficult raids, the level 40 difference is going to be a, a big deal. Now we're going to get to few more numbers a few comparisons level awesome. 1 to 35 takes 190,000 stardust that's 80,000 less than level 40 so that's doesn't sound crazy to some people listening to this someone out there's got you know 18 million stardust looking at you moo i don't know how much you have right now but <laughs> and they're like 80,000 well i got that yesterday well that that's not everybody i'm sorry <laughs> so it's something to consider but there's a couple of other things to consider in terms of making your beginner teams, making your starting experience a lot better. And that's the level you encounter Pokemon at. So starting from a random encounter can be level one up to your trainer level with a maximum of level 30. So if you're a level 40 trainer, the highest level you can encounter is level 30. A weather boosted random encounter is five levels above your trainer level. So from level six to a maximum of level 35. Note, you can catch level 35 Pokemon and save Stardust completely if you just use it like that. If you hatch a Pokemon, it's always level 20. If you get a Pokemon from a field research or special research, it's always level 15. If you do a raid encounter and catch the Pokemon, it's always level 20, unless it's weather boosted, in which case it will be 25. If you do a rocket grunt and catch the shadow, it's level eight, unless it's weather boosted, and then it'll be level 13. And if you purify a shadow Pokemon that is below level 25, it will be level 25. If the shadow Pokemon was already level 30, it won't go down in level. Question. Yes. If you purify a weather boosted shadow Pokemon, it's still to 25, right? It doesn't go. Correct. It will 30. just go from 13 to 25 instead of from okay. eight to 25. Okay. Man. I was going to say just a quick thing as well, because I was that person who didn't know what levels were for way too long to have been someone making videos about Pokemon. For anyone who's listening and is like, what is a level? What? The little white bar above your Pokemon below the CP number and that little dot that moves when you power it up, that's the level. 
There's that, nowhere in the game that will tell you this is level 25, 20, whatever else, except for these things that Carl has mentioned, like where you just have to know it. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, well, how do I know the level? That that little bar with the dot is is the level. And there are Yeah, that's a, that yeah. a fantastic point. I didn't even yeah. think about including. I was years in. Years. <laughs> my God. Um, also, okay, so here's, here's another great one that a lot of people might not know in relation to that. Every time you hit that level up button, it's not one level. It's half of a level. So mm, you have to true. level up twice in order to actually be at a one level interval, which doesn't really actually matter for most discussion, but it's fun to know. I was today years old. What? <laughs> I never thought about it. I just hit what? the button. Uh-huh. I max out the Maggie. I don't think uh-huh. about the exact breaks, you know. Yeah, I'm like, how much else can I justify today? Okay, slaps I'm in. Remember when, you, when we used to have to hit the power-up button several times and you couldn't just do several power-ups at oh once? Oh, my God. One time each. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Getting level yep. 40 took you yeah. 25 minutes yeah. one Pokemon. There used to be a lot of friction in this game, Kyle. There was no exactly. warning about what CP it was going to go to. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Mm, or to, like, uh, league eligibility. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oof. Oh, I have man. one more question, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should have held up two <laughs> fingers earlier, but one more question. Okay, so if let's say I'm level twenty three, right, mm-hmm. and I max out my trophy Bidoof to what would be my max, which is twenty four, right, or twenty twenty five. Five, 25. I can, I can tell you. I can tell you Bidoof's max out at if you want. <laughs> well, so my question is, if yeah. I'm level 25 and I max it as much as I can, oh, is okay. that dot all the way to the right and then it'll lower itself as my cap increases when I level up or will it get hard yes. stuck on where it would be total? No, it, it moves backwards, I'm pretty sure. Correct. I believe if you level it up, the arc will be complete if that's the highest level you can level it up to. Okay. Yeah. So those listening. It's been a home, long time I've seen that, but yeah. <laughs> you didn't break the game. The game is about to break you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just a quick comparison, just for someone looking to save Stardust when they're starting out. Say you catch a wild Machop. It's a hundo. 100% IVs. 15, 15, 15. It's level one. It's going to cost you 190,000 Stardust to power that up to 35 or 270 to level 40. Let's say you did a raid for a Machop or you hatched one. So worst IVs possible, 10, 10, 10, level 20. It's going to cost 147.5 thousand Stardust to level 30 or 227.5 thousand Stardust to level 40. Now, that sounds like a small amount of Stardust to like late game players, to people who already have all their teams, everything's made. But 42,000 Stardust is a lot of Stardust, especially if you're not worried about the absolute min-max. We've talked about IVs before, but the difference between a 10-10-10 and a 15-15-15 Machop is like 6% attack, something really small. Oh, I think it's much smaller than that because the difference for Mewtwo who has the, the, the oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. They're lower, so the swing is more. My bad. Yeah. You're right. Mewtwo's really small because he... <laughs> You know, he's got 300 attack already, so it's like right. 2% difference. It's incredibly but. negligible, yeah. So mm-hmm. you made six Pokemon, but you made them all level 35, and you got them all from eggs. You just saved, you know, 240,000 Stardust. Jeez. That's another Pokemon and a half right there that you can make for another type of counter that you need to do. 
And then, you know, you slowly back up and you slowly refine what Pokemon you replace them one at a time as you start to get more Stardust, if that's what you like. Or you're like me and you're using the same 89% Tyranitar that you've had for five years, you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> but it broke. <laughs> There's one more thing worth talking about. We've talked about a lot of shadows today. That's shadow and purified Pokemon and lucky Pokemon right there at the end. Shadow Pokemon cost 20% more Stardust and Candy to power up. So just straight up, probably not a great idea as a starting out player, but they do deal 20% more damage and they take 20% more incoming damage. So it, it's not a great idea if you're a beginner player, especially because you're going to have less potions. You're going to have just less Pokemon in general to swap out if your Pokemon get KO'd. Shadow Pokemon are amazing if that's the direction you want to go and they are usually the best choice but not right away that said shadow pokemon are good for something else for beginning players you can purify them purified pokemon are shadow pokemon that you spent an amount of dust to purify it varies based on which pokemon it is from a thousand to twenty thousand for the legendaries right yeah but those are only from giovanni so don't worry about that this increases their level to 25, as we mentioned earlier, and that alone saves you, you know, another 45,000 Stardust, and it removes the damage and the defense penalty. On top of that, purified Pokemon are 10% cheaper to power up for both Candy and Stardust, so it's just even cheaper. It's a very efficient way of getting something up to a usable level is to find as a shadow and purify it. Yeah, but... They don't look cool anymore. True. And there's also one <laughs> no. more comment I will say after uh, after here. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's not, it's not, not enough attitude. I would agree. It's yeah. Fine. It yeah. needs to be like, ah, I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's just just eyes. Like, like, really eyes. <laughs> Anime eyes. Like, ah. <laughs> Little cheeks as well. <laughs> Rosy cheeks on every Pokemon. Arigato gozaimasu. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, oh, yeah, like, like, the, like the Sir skit. Ah, yeah. Yes. Exactly <laughs> that. Exactly that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, another comment for people purifying Pokemon. When you purify, they will know frustration. Not frustration. They'll know return for their charge move, which you need to TM away if you want to use it for raids. And unlike frustration... You don't need an event to TM return. It just, you can just take it away. And if you've TM'd frustration prior to purification, it will not know return, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, one quick note here. If you do get a shadow Pokemon with good IVs and it's usable, like like a, you know, a 14, 14, 14 shadow Machop. Or a Shadundo. Or a Shadundo. Why? hope somebody sees 100 percent you're like okay that's pretty good <laughs> uh don't purify that probably unless you really want to it's better save it for the future power it up when you have more resources and last comment is lucky pokemon if you trade with another player i believe it is a 10 percent chance that it goes lucky and the pokemon they give you will cost less stardust to power up I don't remember the number. I forgot to look it up before writing this. I apologize. One but in 25 chance to go lucky if it's like a recent for recent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that, They've recently added in 2017 as being like, I think Guaranteed. all of 2017 as the one in four. 
Okay. I think, I think, yeah. So if you can trade with someone who's got older stuff as well, like the further you go back, the better the chances. So I think that it does get down to like a, um, the one in 10, if it's like 2018, 2017, yeah, something like that. Someone did. Uh, Someone did the math. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody else. Uh, it can also <laughs> lucky trading if you have like one other person you played community day with can be a great way of saving some stardust if you trade a bunch and get a decent yes. lucky before you power it up. It's also a good way to get decent versions because the floor, if you get a lucky, is 12, 12, 12. And, you know, all, all of that adds up to great tips for beginner teams there. But the general, general tip. Level 35 is a good place to stop when you're maxing out teams as a beginner. And eggs, hatches, raids, and purified Pokemon are all your friend for saving resources as you build out those beginner teams. Yes. Anything else that you can think of? Anything that I may have missed or any questions maybe? I'd, I'd probably add on for the, for the trading component because there are a couple of, I would say Machamp being the big one. Some yep. that you can trade and get the free evolution for. Like definitely just do, if you've got a friend who's got a bunch of Machamps left over from a comm day or something, re-roll a bunch. More likely than not, you'll get a lucky one, hopefully. And then because it's been traded to you, you're spending no candy to do the evolution as well. Like that's a really good sort. Plus it gets used for everything as a as being like, you know, the main fighting type sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, take advantage of those as well. Or if you can get a friend to trade you one that's already been powered up a fair bit too, like that's also, yep. you know, if someone's got a, the, you know, one of them, yeah. Make sure no anymore. Yeah. they haven't powered it up past whatever level you are because they will, it will just lose those levels when you do trade. So if they powered mm. up a level 35 Machamp and you're only level 28, that Machamp mm. will be level 28 when you trade it. Mm. So yes. It's yeah. worth noting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't make that mistake. <laughs> and then also kind of you know if you see like a wild pokemon that is high level um consider holding on to it if you think it'll be worthwhile for trading i know like when i see a flareon or something like that well flare it's not really meta but that's that's what i see and i i always just toss i never think about it but the amount of value in it being caught at level 32 or whatever is mm. hefty give to someone who needs it <laughs> yeah. that's going to be their best fire type for a while to keep them out of dodge like Mm-hmm. It's going to save them the resources, yeah. 100%. Share it, yeah. And that's it, Kyle. That's all. All right. That's all, folks, at least for Gear Up, yeah. Um, great. Yeah, it's been kind of nice uh, sort of revisiting these, like, beginner topics. Um, you know, it's it's like difficult because Kyle's been making a concerted effort to do that ever since somebody brought it up in a couple of emails and mm. stuff like that. And now it's it's hard. It's hard to think of these things. You're like, yeah. people even... What do I need? Yeah, what do I need to do? Yeah, what is yeah. beginner? <laughs> what does it even mean anymore? Yeah, um, but thanks very much, Kyle. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> uh, so we're going to take a quick little break as we do here right before Pokalore. But before we do that, we're going to be saying see you later. And we do mean that because, again, our, our most featured guest. <laughs> uh, we're gonna I will say, be back. That's right. <laughs> Uh, we're going to say bye-bye and thank you to Zoe. So, Zoe, we want to share with people how they can find you and all that good no, stuff. No, that's really creepy if people would just okay. like to find right. me. So I'm going to, I know, should have thought that through. That's look to the enough. sky, look to the night sky for my bat signal and that's how you know. To, <laughs> no, a to, <laughs> yeah, there's a bow in the sky. Um, I am Zoe Two Dots, spelt out, 
Z-O-E-T-W-O-D-O-T-S on all of the things except for like Twitter. Someone someone snagged that, so there's like an underscore in the front. But if you look me up, check me into Google, you'll find me on the YouTube, on the Twitch, on the Twitter, the Instagram, uh, on the uh, – I was trying to think of a uh, MySpace, you know, everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're interested in uh, this Australian accent being mediocre at Pokemon, come check it out. I appreciate uh, I'll take good care of you, I promise. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to see a level Great. 50 Magby? Come hang out. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's going to be uh, – yeah. that's been enshrined in this episode, at least for the two of us. It's great. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, Zoe, thank you so much. It was lovely as always having you on. Appreciate you and your time. Likewise. Um, and, yeah, until next time, thanks so much. So we go rat hunting in New York. We'll see you then. That's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Welcome back, dear listener. Thank you again to Zoe Two Dots for hopping on. It's always a joy. And um, I love the the one particular point about remote raids filling the want and the need. That was like, mm-hmm. I didn't think of that before. That was really great. <laughs> it's a good way of looking at it. Um, but we are moving along here. And I believe that now we're in Pokepole. Oh, I should mention it's because we're skipping Pokelore this week because we had a guest <laughs> and we went, we went long. So <laughs> Pokepole. So for last week's Poke Poll, we asked, with the addition of the Master Ball to Pokemon Go, what other types of Pokeballs would you like to see and how would they work? First up, we have from Fire Drillin', a.k.a. Carlo. Hey, Carlo. Going off the tight badge bonuses where bronze is plus one, silver is plus two, gold is plus three, and platinum is plus four. We have a Netball, which is double tight badge bonus for his bug and water type Pokemon. So, like, if you had a platinum water or bug badge, you'd get plus eight instead of plus four. Okay. Sounds right. Dust ball would be plus three during night, foggy, and cloudy weather. Quick ball would be plus four bonus for the first throw, plus three for the second, plus two for the third, and plus one for the fourth. Timer ball would be plus one for the fifth, plus two for the sixth, plus three for the seventh, and plus four for the eighth and after. I like oh, man. that. I'm throwing eight Pokeballs at one Pokemon. Woo, we got a problem. <laughs> and Luxury Ball. Caught Pokemon are boosted to Ultra Buddies right away. Well, that'd be fun. Ooh, yeah. Fun. Heavy Ball. Plus four bonus to XXL Pokemon or Pokemon over 100 kilograms. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm for that. Each of these makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to need a grid, though, for the selecting Pokeballs instead of just a pop-out tray. Yeah. So do you think that these would be usable in raids too? Or, or do you think no. they'll keep that? Yeah, no. I think I think that's probably right. So yeah. Like otherwise, stuff like I think, you know, use quick ball for your first four throws and then timer balls for every throw after would be too too strong. Mm-hmm. Next response from Everdark Raven. They said, I would like to see ball capsules from Gen 4 be available in Pokemon Go. Allow us to customize the Pokeballs we use. Besides just seals like in Gen 4 games, it could give another use for stickers. Let me put a few stickers on my Pokeball that I can see while catching Pokemon. For those who don't know, ball capsules in Gen 4, you could decorate a Pokemon's Pokeball, and then when you threw it out, you would see those decorations like around the Pokemon as you sent it out. Like confetti, stars, stuff like that. Yeah. Rainbows, those mm-hmm. kind of effects. It's fun. It's it's a fun little customization that yeah, I, I kind of miss a little bit. 
yeah. little bit of flair. It's great. Next one from Cowboy Danger D, and they said, "I would love the retro balls from Legends of Arceus. That sweet, sweet crackling sound and animation was so satisfying. Yeah, with the little bit of a rocket coming out the top. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked it. That was good stuff." It. Last responses from Walrain1106, and they said, a ball tied to distance that is unique to Pokemon Go would be very fun for us fitness challenge individuals or those that like to grind the kilometers. I want to preface, I recognize a revamp or hot fix of Adventure Seek needs to happen before this could come mm-hmm. into effect. Mm-hmm. However, in a perfect world where that works, you could receive a Go ball for the 50-kilometer weekly bonus. This ball cannot be deflected or dropped but you have to throw it yourself so it's not master ball level by making it a not guaranteed catch once per week at most. It, I think it balances out the possibility of its effects listed next. What it would do is permanently reduce the walking distance for candies for the Pokemon it catches by 50%. Hmm. For example, catching a Tapu Fini with the Go Ball would drop from 20 kilometers to 10 kilometers for each walked candy. Then a Poffin would pull it down to five and so on. Cheers. Yes. Yeah, it's an it's an idea. See now here That's when you say idea. when you said distance, I thought we were gonna go with how far away the Pokemon was. Ah and like the farther <laughs> away the Pokemon is, the better your catch chance or something like that. I don't well, know. What it'd be cool is if they had a ball that um that you only that was very rare that you could get that was a little bit like homed a little bit. So for those really difficult far away throws, and if you're very bad at throwing, it could give you a little bit of assist, you know? Yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool too. Yeah, I, I do like the idea of of something unique to go though. Yeah. I think go is different enough. I think we could brainstorm this, you know, a, a great starting point, an idea of something unique to go for a Pokeball. One hundred percent. I agree. Good response. All good responses, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> For this week's Pokepoll, we have what Pokemon would you like to see in Shadow Raids next? Legendary or non-legendary both apply. This is an easy one for me. Yeah, well, here's here's a question. I have to a preface question. Okay. Does it have to have already been Shadow? I mean, no. <laughs> I don't think so. I think, you know, it's much more interesting to sort of think broadly. Um, I would probably say stick to Pokemon that are in Go, though, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay. Okay, go ahead, Chris. Lugia. 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 I mean, we've already had Apex, Lugia, and stuff like that. I want to sh- see Shadow Lugia in in uh, Shadow Raids. And I'd like for there to be, like, an, an elite raid tier that's an Apex Shadow Raid, because uh, I'm just dying for apex to come back in some capacity i don't want it to be a one and done sort of thing it's it's cool it's a neat concept you know so i have two responses one legendary one non-legendary legendary i want to see kyogre because that'd be just i because i I want shadow kyogre to to come out because it'd be really cool and for non-legendary i they have to it's, I'm obligated because I want to see Ghastly because it still doesn't have a shadow. Well, yeah, double which smoke, is, which is like, <laughs> come on, it writes yeah. itself. It's right there. Yeah. The angry eyes would look so ridiculous. It already has angry eyes. I know it's why it would be so weird. <laughs> but like the didn't mention it earlier. The biggest thing I love about shadow raids at the moment, I can see what I'm getting immediately. 
Yeah. I don't have to walk up to the stop, click it and be like, oh, this is a ghost. Cool. And then it's a uh, shop it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't consider okay. that. But yeah, shadow raids are really just a great way of of targeting in the, the shadow market, yeah. so to speak. Right. The market of shadow Pokemon rather. OK, cool. Well, uh, anyway, dear listener, if you have an answer to this week's Pokepole question, which is what Pokemon would you like to see in Shadow Raids next? Legendary or non-legendary both apply here. You can answer when we post that question on Twitter. If you're a patron of ours and in our Discord, we have an entire channel dedicated to it on said Discord. You can also respond via voicemail by calling 262-586-7717. Or you can send in an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. I will also post this question on the episode if you're uh, on the Spotify mobile app. And then lastly, unless I'm forgetting something, which which is likely, let let me be clear, very likely. But I think the last one is uh, leave a comment on the YouTube video. Yes, there is a video version of this show. If all things go right with the files, we'll see. (laughs) Okay, well. Uh, that brings us to the last little bit of the show here, Kyle. What are we What are we doing now? It's been a few weeks. I don't remember. It's time for emails. Oh, that's right. And uh, no new voicemails this week. Uh, we did get a couple of text messages, but they were not for the show per se. <laughs> um, so we've got two emails here that we did not read last week. We did get some other emails in, but in the interest of time, we're going to make sure we cover the ones that we missed last week. And then we will pay it forward to next week's episode. So this first email here is from Juan. Hey there, Chris and Kyle, longtime listener, first time emailing. As we all know, the Pogo community has been pretty heated ever since the Reggie Drago elite raids and the nerf to remote raids. The Larvesta hatch rates being solo certainly put a wound on top of a wound on top of a wound. Yeah, I'm someone who personally does not let this game have any sort of negative effect on me mentally. While I don't agree with the decisions Niantic has been making as of late and am in full support of people airing their gripes and concerns in a constructive, respectful way. I'm looking at you, Twitter. I'm not going to have a meltdown over it. I have many different avenues in which I might find entertainment. Pogo obviously being one of them. I'm guessing Pogo's uh, Pogo is some people's only go-to game slash activity to distract themselves from the real world. Call me harsh, but letting this mobile app make you so upset to the point where you were raging about this to the highest extremes, well, it sounds like a personal problem. While the world has many bad things about it, it also has many wonderful things to bring joy and happiness to you. Pogo is not the only game out there. There are plenty of things to enjoy, new skills to learn, new games to play, other hobbies you can pick up, and great people to meet. Long story short, if you're so upset at the game and Niantic for what they have been doing currently, then simply find something new or do what I do and enjoy the game for what it is. By the way, Larvesta being June's community day would be absolutely hilarious. Twitter would blow up and I'm here for it. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for all you do with the show and have a wonderful rest of your days. Until next time, ciao. Okay. I think that's fair. That's a fair take. I completely get it. Like you look on Twitter, on other social media, and people are just, you know, scream at the top of their lungs. Like this has ruined my life. Stuff like you see all sorts of extremes and there's outliers in every conversation both ways. But what I will say here is that it's not like we were talking about earlier with Zoe. It's not just remote raids. It's it's our relationship with Niantic that people are really upset about. Whether or not they're yeah. saying that, that is the larger thing. They might be saying, I'm mad about raids, but they're mad about not being heard about raids or feeling that, you know, Niantic is doing something negative to the game and they don't want it to go away, right? So it's, 
I, I wouldn't blame people for being passionate. I'd blame people for being abusive on social media, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame them for being passionate because people and, express things in different ways, you know? And one thought that's worth mentioning is there's nothing like Pokemon Go. Say what you want. I have a lot of different games that I play. Pokemon Go is not my sole source of entertainment or joy or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But for the people who it is, you there is no replacement for Go. You just stop. You can't go and play Peridot. It's it's not it's not a replacement. Right. You, you can't go and play. Uh, NBA All-Stars, I think is the name. It's, it's not a replacement. Also, both my Niantic, so you're not getting away from the problem. Anyways, it's not like we're playing League of Legends. And if you don't like it, you can go play Smite. Or you can go play Dota 2. Or you can go somewhere else and get something similar that will bring you joy while avoiding what is seen as the problem. Right. Or so on. If you're playing an MMO, you don't have to play WoW. You can play Final Fantasy. And so on and so forth. Those are just easy examples. So when someone sees something that they love, that they really enjoy, being changed into something that they don't, and they don't have alternatives, they're going to speak out passionately about it. And that's totally fair. Obviously, the the extreme examples that people have taken it to, not not okay. Yeah, but those are never okay, regardless of the scenario that we're in. They're never okay. So, right. Yeah, and I I feel like it's it is kind of missing part of the point to say that it's just a game because mobile games endeavor to be part of your lifestyle, so it's deeply embedded in daily habits and things like that. It's not like, oh, I sit down to play two hours of video games every night after work. Oh, I can play something else because something else will fit in that slot. It's it's part of your waking routine, your lunch break routine. It's part of your everyday. And it's very hard to just switch, even if there was an alternative, you know? Yep. So anyway, Juan, thank you very much for the thoughtful, insightful uh, email. Good question. And uh, keep on keeping on. The next email is from Connor. They said, hello, Chris and Kyle. My name is Connor. I'm writing in about some incentives that I believe should be added into the game. The first has to do with the new feature that displays the amount of people currently in the raid lobby without needing to tap on the gym. I think this is a great feature, but they can go one step further by adding a notify button. This button can be toggled after a raid egg hatches and the trainer will be notified when someone joins the lobby. Mm. This would make in-person raids much easier. The second feature is more incentives for best buddies. While the ribbon and CP boost is nice, it takes a long time to reach best buddy. So extra rewards would push more trainers to use the feature. It doesn't have to be game changing, but I did think of some options. 20k experience, 30 candies for that species, or 5XL candies for that Pokemon could be some possibilities. Let me know what you think, and sorry for the long email. I I mean, I agree with both in terms of needing incentives. Yeah. I think that the feature that shows somebody in a raid is such a good start. (laughs) And, like, I, I hate to bring this up again because we kind of hammered it home last week too little too late that feature should have been six months after lugia raids came out after the first go fest that should have been number one on the list after you made raids a core part of your game Mm -hmm. 
Now that doesn't mean it's not very appreciative and it's 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 great, but we should be getting stuff that lets us coordinate people getting into the raids at the same time too by this point, not like features that are being toted in Campfire right now should have been implemented inside of Pokemon Go already. Uh, hard agree, man. Hard agree. We might get there. Yeah. But. I mean, maybe, maybe. But like they want to do it in Campfire, which kind of hamstrings its capabilities in general. Flares don't do you any good if you can't see them when you're already, when you're catching Pokemon. Right, exactly. Yeah, and, and, and nobody is staring at Campfire looking Correct. for that. It's going to be – you want it to be more organic, and that means integration, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, I'd love to see Best Buddy rewards for Pokemon. I think they need to be even bigger than what you listed here, Connor, personally, for me. But – like a chunk of experience or a chunk of, I, I don't know. See, it can't really be candy in my mind because you've already probably walked that best buddy a hundred plus kilometers. Yeah. So like experience or stardust really makes the most sense. Stardust makes sense to me because like we were just talking about in gear up stardust costs at end game are massive mm -hmm. and best buddy is something that you can work on it is for players that will get to end game so mm -hmm. it makes sense yeah and it, it's also it's kind of weird that the buddy system is the only system you can kind of interact with that doesn't give you experience or stardust one of the two if you catch Pokemon, you get experience and Stardust. If you raid, you get experience and Stardust. Uh, if you send gifts, you get experience for buddy levels or for friendship levels and some Stardust for opening gifts. Yeah, I think and the PvP idea gives is Stardust, so that's one of two. I think the idea is kind of like where is that Stardust coming from? Because it's not being generated just from your Pokemon. I know that that's that's a step too far, right? Um, but I think that's probably it because like when you do a task, you the reward for the task is Stardust and if Pokemon like, can quote unquote yeah. produce Stardust. Then why do they need it? Right. But that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying though, is like the Pokemon wouldn't gathered it. Mm. Potentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Make it a pop-up reward like gifts. Your Pokemon found you a thousand Stardust overnight. I don't know. So nothing, nothing crazy. Just something. But like that works. And I think the experience just kind of writes itself. So, I agree. Experience makes sense because you just had an experience with that Pokemon, a memorable yeah. one. Yeah, that that tracks for sure. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you so so much for the email, Connor. Really appreciate it. Um, and shout out to Latrell and uh, Artemis Dragon. We will be reading your emails next week. Thank you so much for writing in. Um, but if you would like to send in an email and join them, dear listener, next week. Please send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Again, you can also call and leave us a voicemail to 262-586-7717. Visit our website for all things GoCast, gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. If you'd like to help support the show, you certainly can via Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and then forward slash gocastpodcast. And you can pick any monetary amount you like. There are some predefined tiers, but... You can put in, I think, I think a dollar is the minimum. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, you can pick and choose. And speaking of patrons, shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons: Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Arkham, Tish, Marvin, and Mimi, Sports or Sui and Ryan, Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Mottersley, William, Brandon, Ethan, Stephen, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite listener, Drew, too, Camo, the Ugly Rock, and Jacob. 
Thank you so, so much for your generous support and helping us keep the digital lights on. We really appreciate it. You can also leave us a review if you'd like to help support the show non-monetarily, but still support us all the same. We got two reviews this past week. New ones, I should say. First one's from Crazy Cobra, who has called in in the past. You probably recognize the name. Fantastic podcast. Chris and Kyle are great hosts. Each episode, they chat about Pokemon Go events, give a Pokedex-style overview of relevant Pokemon, except for these past two weeks, I suppose. Uh, (laughs) Interact with the audience using polls and read emails. If you are into PvP, then be sure to check out the PvP Corner episodes in the same feed where Fish and DeFi discuss metas and talk PvP. I thank everyone who made this this podcast possible, and I highly recommend it to anyone playing Pokemon Go. Hello from Crazy Cobra. Thank you so, so much. Very much more apt summary of our show than I probably could have (laughs) given myself. It's nice. Film Don't Lie left a five-star review. Best Pokemon Go podcast. This is hands down the best Pokemon Go podcast out there. They are informative and entertaining. They stay up to date with current events. I appreciate how they give their honest thoughts about the game and express their frustrations unlike some others in the community. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice nice all right cool do with that information as you will dear listener <laughs> um whenever we read these i always think of that oh that um meme of obama giving himself the medal of honor you yeah. know i always think of that <laughs> all right cool last things last here kyle we've got to set some goals we've got the meetup this weekend and the shadow mewtwo raids and oh it's gonna be fun yep yes yes it is so what are you looking at doing I've, I've got my goals real simple, sort of. Maybe we're going to find out. Uh, Shadow Shining Mewtwo. We're going to be downtown Chicago. We're going to have a nice group of people. There's no world where whatever Shadow Mewtwo is, we can't take care of it, thankfully. Otherwise, I'd be having a very problematic weekend. Uh, <laughs> and then just sur- survive the weekend and have fun. Just, just looking to enjoy the weekend with everybody who's going to be there. Yep. It's, uh, it's I'm, very I'm not exciting. Any eggs this weekend. Okay. Well, I'll nothing's make up, going in incubators. I'll, I'll make up for that. Don't you worry. Uh, Shadow Shiny Mewtwo for myself as well. Larvesta and then uh, 100 eggs because we'll be walking a lot. I assume it will be hatching. <laughs> and then two shinies total. It could be anything. This is including the Mewtwo. But if I okay. end up not getting the Mewtwo and I get two other shinies, it will also fulfill the goal. We'll, we'll okay. see. We'll okay. see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, looking forward to the meetup and looking forward to coming back next week and having lots of wonderful things to say about Shadow YouTube raids, hopefully, and how they didn't break for anybody. Uh, yep. Also, if you've made it this far, I have to tell you something. Don't bring Gengar to these raids. It hurts me to say that, but don't do it. Mm-hmm. The poison. Even if it's so a dark. mega Gengar, don't yep. just don't do it. Sorry, y'all. That that shadow boosted confusion is gonna one shot it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a glass cannon and it hasn't even had a chance for a cannonball to be loaded. (laughs) Woof. Anyway, um, good luck everybody this weekend. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. Thank you again to Zoe for coming on. Always a good time. And we'll see you next week for episode 238. And if all things go according to plan, it will be an all hands on deck episode with fish and DeFi. So uh, see you then. Bye bye. Bye.